Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus, Season 1, Episode 3, Mysterious Monkeys. I am Mr. Sal, high school science teacher, re-watching The White Lotus. I really enjoy it. I'm happy to be watching it again and excited about Season 2, which of course I haven't seen because it hasn't dropped yet. But I am recording today with my co-host and former student, Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Oh, why hi there, Mr. Sal. My former high school teacher, and I also note the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts, a giant amongst ants, the seer of series. Oh, <laughs> I may look deranged, but I have a filter for that. It's called an audio-only podcast. So, <laughs> yeah, it works. It does. That's a great filter. Uh, by the way, I, sh I should have mentioned earlier, Kurt has not seen The White Lotus before. He is watching it for the first time. That mm. I am. Uh, season two on the horizon. Yes, indeed. Am I excited for? I don't know. Well, well, we'll, we'll have to. <laughs> well, I think a lot hinges on how you feel about this episode. So let's let's jump right into how we felt about this episode. I'm going to guess your rating on a scale from one to ten. You're going to guess mine, and we'll see how we do. I think I'm I'm going to be bold here because I know bold. I I know. Okay, it seems like. The Mossbachers are the weak link for you, but I think you liked the Mossbachers this week. I think I think you really liked everything that Mark was doing. Mark and Quinn was good stuff. I think you were okay with Olivia and Paula because it seemed like there was more of Paula in this this uh, employee and less of just them hunting for drugs. So I think you're you're at least enough satisfied with that. And I think that you had overlapping Tanya, Shane and Rachel, which you probably, I think you love that. I think that you love seeing Shane and Murray kind of dueling with each other. And you see like, th this is so Who's far. Murray? Murray, sorry. Armand. Murray is the name of the actor who plays Armand. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like trying to think. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was like, Murray. Who's oh, Murray? sorry. I'm mean, forgetting a name. No, a Emmy, Murray. Emmy winner, Murray Bartlett. Emmy, plays. Emmy winner, Murray Bartlett plays. As of Armand. recently, as of like the night of this recording, <laughs> I just, I just watched Murray Bartlett accept his award for best supporting actor in a limited <laughs> anthology series. So, uh, yeah, Ar oh. that's Armand. Armand is, is the winner now. Uh, he. Uh, he, this is kind of up to this point, at least the pinnacle of his. I don't want to say getting back at Shane, but getting at Shane in the first place. So, uh, I think you love that. Uh, I I think you're bullish on this episode, and you gave it a ten. Well, I think you've kind of played your hand here, um, mysterious monkeys. It's an episode where I thought about it for a bit, and I'm like, you know what? Actually, the central th sex is a very big part of this episode. It sure is. So because of that, you gave it a 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not the that's, that's the reason. <laughs> you know something about me I didn't know about myself. <laughs> I don't usually like, seek out episodes about sex. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I think um, the the Shane and I can't remember. Rachel. There you go. Shane and Rachel stuff, I think you were very, you, you liked a lot in the mixing with Tanya. I think that's your Favorite things with the set of characters. Your favorite individual, though, is probably Mark. You did like what Mark was going through, and I think you really liked Nicole's statements uh, with regards to Mark, like how he's and uh, arguing with Olivia. I think you really liked that her her arguments with Olivia about how you know you, you know it might come off as homophobic, but it's not, and he's in a safe <laughs> space and <laughs> to a degree. I, I I think I think you gave this a ten. Okay, well, I certainly did give this a ten. I uh, go ahead. I gave it a nine. Mm -hmm. I said it's the best one yet. Maybe it is definitely uh, yeah. It's definitely the best one yet. I mean, this is there's so much good stuff in this episode. There's like there's nothing I don't like about this episode. Like, honestly, I mean, honestly, uh, weakest point for me, Tanya. Really, Tanya? You you mean you you mean to tell me that you're calling Emmy winner Jennifer Coolidge? Are you kidding me? <laughs> The weak link in this episode. <laughs> I just yes, that, she, but that, there, that, there were like two things she did that I thought were funny this episode, which is 
when she she decided she couldn't do it anymore. No, mm-hmm. I was thinking it's three. We started racking on her mom. Eh, it wasn't that funny. She was just... what? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Maybe it was. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I really the funny thing she did though is when she threw the ashes. That's what was the funny thing she did though. At the very end when she's trying to get to bed and she just chucks the ashes <laughs> on the bed. That's the funniest thing. That's so funny. <laughs> that, that I love that that actually really that was probably the funniest thing of the whole episode for me in terms of I really got me. That was a good one. Oh man. I so yes, by the way, Jennifer Coolis did just win the Emmy for supporting act- actress <laughs> in a limited or anthology series. So Good night for the White Lotus so far. We'll see if they win Best Limited or Anthology Series. I bet they will if they win both the acting awards. So. But, yeah, so so the two big winners, Murray Bartlett, who plays Armand, and Jennifer Coolidge, who plays Tanya. But you're saying Tanya was the weak link for you in this episode. But, man, I, oh, that is, that is a tough pill for me to swallow. I thought she was so funny in this episode. She was funny. She just wasn't, like... She wasn't so funny for all the time she took up. Like, honestly, her and Belinda together, I'm not the biggest... Uh, what, like, uh, Belinda just kind of wants to start her own thing. I mean, they, they start that in the episode with her calling her son, mm-hmm. you know. So, she's just kind of doing all this stuff because she wants to have her own business. I, mean, it's, like, I, mean, I think that's hysterical, though. I think it's so it funny kind of, because you know, Tanya is being so over-the-top ridiculous, like, and anybody, any objective observer would, would say that. But <laughs> but Belinda spends the whole time like with her hand on her heart just nodding yes, like oh stuff. yes oh yes yes yeah. of course so it's... I get the humor of it it's just it's just not that funny I think I don't know oh man I just don't think oh, it's like, that that funny like it's 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 humorous but they really I mean I don't know oh That's boy a 9 out of 10 I mean the entire, I just think relatively my time she took up in the amount of time she had i just don't think um she was as comical she's been in episodes past i i think she's funnier than episode two in this episode maybe not as funny as episode one that, i don't listen, know listen, i think that, that astro might be the funniest thing she'd ever done i thought that was so good <laughs> I, I maybe you didn't like like it as much as i did but i really like that astro i don't know i i i think i think tanya's eulogy of her mother is the funniest thing there's been on this series yet yeah, I don't know. I, I maybe start zoning out during. I I don't know. She starts. Oh. She basically just talks about how her mom's a terrible person, and she talks about how she's jealous of her, and her mom jealous of her, Tanya. And but it just gets like progressively. Like, oh, yeah, I just <laughs> it's progressively worse. It's like it's you. Th- I love it because well, I mean, we're maybe jumping the gun a little bit here, but ah, well, I don't I don't think so. But you know, I, what I love about it is that she starts from a place of like real care and concern and, and really just seems like she really loved her mother actually for for two and a half episodes now it's just been like it seemed like they had a great relationship and she's so she doesn't want to throw the ashes because she loved her mother so much and she misses her and she's having a tough time letting go of her but then once she actually starts eulogizing her, it kind of starts there. Where, you know, I miss my mother, but my poor mother, you know, but, but it rapidly devolves into this really, I mean, it's really funny, but it's also pretty sad because it's, it's obviously a very complex set of emotions for her that she's, that she is holding on to her and simultaneously just obviously despises her but i mean we talk all the time on show hoppers about complicated relationships between parents and children and that says we didn't get to see this relationship at all but that's clearly what this is mm-hmm. so anyway. i mean i mean but then she goes back full circle after dishing on her and goes no 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 i can't separate from her yet and then right oh, yeah. yeah because it's complicated it's it's, it's really it's, it's really hard you know it's, it's like what once you separate like I, obviously, it seems to me like maybe it's not obvious, but it seems it seems to me like what Tanya really longs for is the approval of her mother, which she now can never get because her mother's dead. Yeah, and I I, I think that's why she has so much trouble letting go of her and, and saying she's not ready. But I, I I could be off on that, but I but I I think that's what it is, and I and I love that. And you were right, by the way. I, I loved that conversation between Nicole and Olivia in the beginning 
this yeah, uh, like really i mean <laughs> even throughout when they like discuss small things about it like i, I don't know it's just nicole's like frame of the world she's always talking about, almost like it's almost borderline political if not. oh it is it, it is like political it's, it's, just... what, it's what i love so much about the whole mossbacher dynamic like you have olivia who's clearly like uber liberal like mm. i mean couldn't go much farther left right and you have nicole who i think views herself as liberal but doesn't almost but almost never agrees with olivia so yeah i love the points she makes though like they're not always they're not like irrational right right right. like i mean like i'm gonna say i agree with them but i see the argument she's making like for example later to olivia she goes something along the lines of like oh you you know you're a generation or something um you feel you guys feel the most compassionate for the oppressed but feel nothing towards your family right <laughs> and people that you know and love it's like oh I mean, yeah bite 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 the hand that feeds you like yeah, that yeah. yeah i know yeah and and i what i love about it is that it, I, when you when you start the series in episode 1 you mostly have olivia's perspective on politics and it's and so you kind of assume that the whole mossbacher clan clan is quite liberal but as the series progresses, progresses, you see that at least Nicole, maybe uh, in, uh, we haven't really seen much about Margaret. Well, no, I guess Mark a little bit in this episode. You see them like skewing more conservative as the series progresses, which is really interesting. I, so I, I love this dynamic between them. I, I think it's so entertaining to watch. And so there's so much to it. It's again, it's complicated relationships between parents and children. But beyond that, it's like these two, these two sets of people who have to coexist, who are not aligning politically, and and it's which is really hard to do now. If you're living in, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, if you're you have to live with someone who's on the opposite side, it is very difficult to do. I imagine. Yeah, no, certainly could be. So, and then as far as uh, Shane and. Rachel go. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's interesting because you're right. So much of this episode is about sex and, uh, and we get Mark's perspective on sex a lot in this episode, but, but then, and, and you know, his sexual frustration. Uh, I, I do love the scene where Mark is talking to Rachel at the bar. And Quinn comes back. <laughs> Yeah, it's. It, I mean, I can't remember the order. I mean, obviously, I have it written down. What as we go through it, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. But this is what is this before or after Rachel has the discussion with Shane about it, it, sex is is the most important thing. To do. No, that's at breakfast. So that, yeah, that before, happened before. before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then, so then, you know, to to have this conversation with Mark later about how their sexual spark has faded, you know, it's, it's just playing right into what she was trying to get at with Shane earlier. You know, it's, it's, uh, so there's, there's some brilliance in that, but then on top of that, you know, you have Shane trying to make it, I guess, trying to make an effort, but, but how much of an effort is he really making? To well, be he romantic. goes to Armand and asks them, what do you mean? What, what more effort is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to like carry like, 500 sandbags up a mountain like i mean i don't know where that comes from but i mean <laughs> that takes a lot of effort you know uh, have your own idea don't ask armand for his idea you know what i mean like well his idea was to have dinner somewhere secluded if he had any places because you know he can't invent places to have secluded so, dinner so let me ask you this do you think do you think he has a right to be pissed at armand for for setting this up because he clearly is pissed I, at armand he, to an, yeah, I mean, to an extent, because the way Armand sold it, yeah. Well, hold on, though, because Ar- Armand did tell him. Warn him to be a person, but he did say that person would be quiet, and you wouldn't even notice her. How's he supposed to know, though? Uh, that's what he told me, though. I'd be like, All right, well, why, why are you writing? Because you might say, checks he can't cast. Why are you telling me she's going to be quiet and out of the way when she's moving my table and <laughs> asking me to open up her chest? Like... <laughs> No, he volunteered to do that. She never asked he did. him. He did. He did. But uh, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I think he just wanted to get it over with. But but you know, Armand did tell him there'd be somebody else on the boat, and, and Shane 
was there, like ready to say, now never mind then. But it's when Armand said, well, the boat will be paid for. That's what sold Shane on it. So, I mean, this gesture of romance that Shane makes is also kind of packaged with his, uh, I mean, to call him thrifty would be kind, I think. So... I, you know, but but something in that vein. Hey, you want to put a price tag on love, Mister Sal? Is that what miserly, saying? miserly. That's what that's what <laughs> I would call <laughs> Shane. Miserly. It sound like he's old. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, first of all, it's his parents' money. It's not his money. <laughs> most <laughs> most likely. Well, see, so he doesn't want to spend too much of it. Exactly. See? Okay. <laughs> but but he's, he's he's so concerned about they paid for the pineapple suite and they're in the palm and this is a big problem and now yeah, like, they're oh, wasting his parents money nothing and, goes to waste and now though he's he's saying yeah the, there's somebody else on this boat so it can't possibly be as romantic as if there wasn't someone else on the boat but the boat's paid for and that's that's the selling point for him is, is the is the, the money he gets to save or his parents' money, or whatever, the money he gets to save by being on this boat with Tanya. If you were in Shane's boat, not literally, <laughs> but boy. figuratively, it's a, it's a more appealing deal, though. Okay. I'm saying, uh, listen, I, I don't fully blame Shane for getting angry at Armand for this one. I mean, Armand clearly had malicious intent. Like he's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. right. So, for, so for for Armand to say, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I had no I had no intention of of harming you that way." Is that's gaslighting for sure. Like, yeah. But I mean, he Armand hasn't said that. They haven't had a conversation about it yet. But you know that there is there is the possibility of that happening. Uh, or if Mon take, Armand takes a responsibility and says, "Yeah, I, I, I was I was trying to set you up for failure." You know that I mean, there's no there's no gain that comes out of that so anyway it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens as yeah, a result the dynamic this, between these two this, this, oh, this yeah. war is inner struggle yeah but also like why is Shane going to Armand in the first place he hates Armand Armand's, Armand's the guy he's the hookup he's the guy for he's this yeah, guy for, exactly <laughs> actually along those lines he reminds me a little bit of Tony Dalton who plays Lalo Lalo yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could have Maybe recasted him as Lalo. He's got the acting. Like, you just kind of look like Lalo, yeah. Yeah. So. Oh boy. Anyway. All right. Well, I I'm very enamored with this episode. I will say, as as in keeping with the first two episodes, I did upvote this. So I, I had originally rated rated this a nine, but now it's a ten for me mm-hmm. on second viewing. So. May, I don't, maybe that's why I'm, I've been ahead of you on the last two episodes. A rank, a, 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 a oh, score ahead for, of you. First watch through is a little lower. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're exactly where I was on my first watch for the last two episodes. I, I was on an eight for episode two and a nine for episode three. But... I hate that. I hate that you're telling me that. It just makes me sound like I'm I'm uninformed or unwise. Like, yeah, when I was, you know, when I was like at your place, I was. I was foolish too. I mean, I was. <laughs> you'll you'll probably learn better, Kurt. Just give it time, give it a rewatch, and you'll you'll have the right you'll have the right rating then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Good job. Yeah, okay, you've been corrupt, then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. What did you find funny about this episode, other than what we've already talked about? So, for example, uh, the the, the Go ahead. Mark, uh, Mark in general, like um, when he was talking that the monkey conversation, which is title stems from, I guess. Yeah, Chief Quinn, monkeys, the first yeah. yeah, yeah, the monkey conversation is good stuff. I I love Olivia and Paula trying to make Mark feel better about his about <laughs> his father. <laughs> just because he's gay doesn't mean that he was femme. He could have been Butch. Like, mm-hmm. and they're they're like Olivia is so excited about it. Like, yeah. And it just keeps throwing probably terms that he doesn't even understand at them, like bossy bottom. <laughs> 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 
Um, Nicole's whole Zoom meeting bit. I don't know why. I thought, I thought it was funny. The rearranging of the furniture yeah. and, and telling Olivia to duck behind her yeah. and all that. Yeah, it was funny. Uh, and you look deranged. It's all right. I have a filter for that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I thought that Tanya's entire eulogy was wonderful, but I think the highlight of it for me was the very, very early on. She says she tried really hard to be a good mother, even though she didn't have any maternal instincts or skills. I mean, it's such a it's just an indictment. It's, very it's, big it's big, yeah. such an indictment. But she says it with like compassion. It's like, a sadness. Yeah, it's 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 so interesting to me. I, I love this delivery too. Like, she tried really hard to be a good mother, even though she didn't have any maternal instincts or skills i mean she's not it's it's a huge indictment but she doesn't appear to be trying to indict her do you know what i mean yeah sort of loving mother it's well, just not so it's, loving but. it's a tanya it's just a statement of fact like she would have said it if her mother was right there i think hmm. but i love it i love it uh mark mark at the bar when he first chats to those girls then eventually armand shows up Mm-hmm. And that uh, we got a bit of a rain check now. We'll see if that gets cashed in. <laughs> so. uh, I love Gorilla Mark too, actually. What's that? Gorilla oh, Mark. Oh, Gorilla Mark. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. <maybe. laughs> he comes to Stop bed. Monkey or whatever. Yeah, he tries, tries to initiate with Nicole, who completely rejects him. But Oh, no. <laughs> better than that, I felt. When Shane was at the very end, Shane's in bed talking, you know, he's sad. Talking about the hand he was dealt in life. <laughs> you know, people always come after his great hand. <laughs> he can't help it. He can't help he was yeah, dealt that and, hand. And, and, then, and then he says, when, when Rachel tries to initiate, he's like, I'm not in the mood. Just nah. kidding. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not in the mood. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, I, I and I can be kicked like, out of the fact that that Nicole was texting Mark all day and getting no response, but Quinn had the phone and just never responded. Good <laughs> thing to do. How was Quinn supposed to be? Uh, well, I think Olivia and Paul are probably supposed to be like I would say seventeen, maybe sixteen, and so the, I'd put Quinn at like fourteen, 14 or fifteen. Then, yeah. yeah. You know Jonah's age. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ozark, Ozark reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, okay. Well, yeah. do you want anything else funny, or do you want to chat about our? Uh... Uh, let's let's try to guess our favorite scenes here. Okay. So, uh, I'll, I'll take a guess at yours first. I originally was going to say Tanya's eulogy, but I, I don't think it is now because you already crapped all over it. So, but it would be a surprise if it was, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be a huge surprise if, yeah. if that was your favorite scene. Um, do you agree it would be a huge surprise? So it's probably going to be, but I'm not going to no, guess it because no. now I think you're baiting yeah, me. Yeah, now I'm baiting you for that. I keep saying it. Unless it's a double bluff. <laughs> but then now I'm like, well, now I'm really getting into the bluffs of them. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say that your favorite scene is actually um, Mark with Rachel at the bar. Okay. Um, I think yours is Tanya's eulogy. Yeah, of course it is. It's objectively Holy crap, the best. Though. You got me spot on. I didn't think you'd get that. Yeah, it was. I loved that. I was so funny. That was the funniest thing of the episode. It's but so good. It's, it's so, so good. funny. It's just because it gets weird. Like first, I'm like, oh god, this is like it's it's like cringe humor. I don't know. It's good. Kind of like you know, um, I don't know. It's, it's all fake. It's not you know. It's not like a real person. But it's, it's you know, it's in that vein. It's it, it's funny. And then Quinn shows up too. And it's like what. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love I love hearing Mark talk about the spark. spark oh the spark now that died. Yeah. That died. <laughs> the or or uh, later on he says, Yeah, I mean, you know, we still you know love each other, but the spark that <laughs> really it's 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 great stuff. And watching how uncomfortable Rachel gets as it progresses is just priceless. It's really, really great. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty yeah. I, I like that. I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm glad you got it. Actually, I'm proud of you. Hey, all right. <laughs> uh, and yeah, for me, it's Tanya's eulogy. But that, I, I've already talked enough about that. I don't feel like I need to say any more about that now. But but yeah, huh? good stuff. 
All right, shall we start running through the scenes? Let's. All right. First, we open with uh, Paula sneaking back in after a night with the the employee, the guy who still doesn't have a name, as far as I know. Do you? No. I Did you catch a name? Know. Okay. No, I think it's check IMDb, maybe. No, no, check on IMDb. I know. Okay. But <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Paula lies to Olivia, saying that she was just walking around, just walking around. Quinn's devices get a tide water wash, and Tanya holds holds her mother. I don't know what I would do if I lost all my electronics. Well, I wouldn't leave them on the sand on the beach to begin with. <laughs> but like, well, yeah, it's easy to say in hindsight, Einstein. Like, incidentally, you tell Quinn, me- Quinn makes the mistake that you just last week told me to avoid making. What was the mistake? Tries to turn it on. Oh, did I tell you that on the podcast? You know, you told me that off the podcast. Yeah, here, here, here's a life <laughs> tip for people. I mean, this isn't like, and, and you might already know this. Some people don't. I, I see sometimes at my work. Yeah, if you get if, if if you have an electronic device like a switch, laptop, or whatever, if it gets wet, don't try and turn it on. Okay, don't try to turn it on until it's fully dry. You, know, you try putting in a bag of rice to whatever help it dry faster. Whatever means you know, get it dry. That'll help it. The sooner you dry, the less corrosion there'll be. But yeah, don't don't try turning it on while it's wet. Though that'll they'll just ruin more of a chance of ruining it. Yeah, so yeah. So it's really funny that you. I mean, you literally just told me that day. Yeah, and, then, and he did try turning it. Everyone always tries to turn it on. It's like the instant reaction, unless you otherwise are told to. It's like, oh, well, right. it doesn't work, and then you try turning it on. And then, well, you got you got to know if it works or not. Yeah, everyone, I, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. I used to know when I was younger until I learned. Yeah, you just you just I mean, that's just your instant reaction, of yeah. course. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He just and, yeah, exactly. And Mark is lying awake, haunted by his father's secret. Shane and Rachel have what seems like to me. Maybe I misread this. What do you think? It seems like very one-sided sex to me. No, I did. That's the fun <laughs> part of it. He gets up and oh, it's great. He says he loves her. Sweet, how sweet. I love you, Rach. <laughs> can't wait. Can't wait to have sex in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I love Shane. By the way, okay, I just he said that he's such a. What, what's the called when um you take like one trait and you make a character kind of a, a caricature? Like, caricature, thank you. He's a yeah. great caricature. Yeah, he's such, he's he's a dude, bro. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he's he's something. All right, Belinda talks to her son about her excitement at the possibility of her own place. And her son tells her, "You, if she, if that lady says jump, you say how high." So, and we're gonna see Belinda do pretty much exactly that throughout the course of this episode. And but she finds Armand oh. sleeping in his car. Ooh. My man. Yeah, uh, he he claims to have gotten there early. Are you buying that? Of course, Armand ain't okay. lying to me. He's what, like five years clean. Uh, and we saw him take. Some of the drugs. I'm telling you, those are just prescription drugs. <laughs> so just like he, he needed to get a prescription that day, but he saw that she already had his prescription, so he took it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all. All right. Then we get to the Mossbacher morning here. Nicole rearranges for a Zoom meeting and explains Mark's state of mind. Olivia and Paula try to cheer him up. Quinn is meanwhile freaking out uh, and needs a new phone stat. Okay. Rachel and Shane discuss the relative importance of sex in their marriage. Shane clearly views it as more important uh, than Rachel. But, hey, he's he's actually emo. He can be romantic. <laughs> yeah, he's no sex pig. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he says, sex pig? Yeah, he says, I'm no... What do you think I am, a sex pig or something? Oh, God. Like, oh yeah. my God. Tanya approaches Armand and charges a boat for 5 p.m. tonight to scatter her mother's ashes. And yes, she'll have the cheese platter. Uh, Armand excuses himself from the desk in order to go use. While while in the process, Dylan comes in, you know, Dylan with the cute hair, and tells him (laughs) that that Shane is looking for him. And Armand explicitly states here, I will ruin his honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) So do we trust Dylan with this information? I guess. I mean, this information, yes. Later, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Armand is clearly 
interested in Dylan here. At breakfast, Nicole criticizes Olivia for having compassion for so many oppressed groups, but not her family. Mark is drinking Bloody Marys, but not eating. Olivia and Paula confront Armand, who still claims that their bag is missing. And Shane tells Armand that he wants to have a private dinner with Rachel. Armand suggests Tanya's vote is paid for, after all. <laughs> Tanya really wants Belinda to be there to scatter the ashes with her tonight. And, and you know what? Belinda's going to make it work. Because like her son says, she says, jump, you say how high. Yes. All right, Mark and Quinn have a scuba lesson. And Mark opens up to Quinn about his feelings. He says, we're all monkeys. Why can't we just be real? Do you want to really know me? And Mark asks here, do you want to really know me? I love Quinn's response here. I don't know. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I don't know. I mean, that's exactly. I mean, that's exactly. I don't know. I would respond. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You don't say yes or no. I mean, what what is Mark about to tell? Do you have any idea what Mark is about to tell him here? No. Okay. All right. Well, we don't find out right now anyway, because Quinn is uncertain and it's scuba time. Anyway, meanwhile, Shane gets creepy with Olivia and Paula in in what I would call the most uncomfortable scene in the episode. Yeah, no, definitely. This is like, this is really difficult for me to watch. This is while Rachel's on the phone with her mother. It almost looks like he's jealous of Rachel being on the phone with her mother. Yeah, like, doesn't have Rachel's attention. So and he's... so he's gonna go hit on these girls. It's like, oh. It's so disgusting. It's disgusting. This, oh. But this is the guy you love, so. This one wasn't as funny. <laughs> okay. This one didn't make me laugh. Alright, good. It made Olivia and Paul laugh a little bit, I think. Definitely made Shane laugh. <laughs> oh man he's splashing them he's, he's literally splashing them <laughs> oh anyway and later he just says ah oh, i was giving them crap yeah, yeah he, was uh, giving, he was giving them giving them hell sir yeah i did not catch the books that they were reading this time i couldn't see them but no more freud and nietzsche as as shane has observed as well yeah tanya dreams of scattering the ashes this is a very, you know, she's just kind of wading out in the water, throwing the ashes around. Reminds me of uh, one of the great scenes from The Big Lebowski, if you've ever seen that. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> okay. They go to scatter somebody's ashes. And I imagine. Just, <laughs> just throws, throws, throws them in the air and it goes right back into somebody else's face. It's really oh bad. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, she wakes up and she starts drinking almost immediately. Mark strikes up a conversation with Rachel at the restaurant, and he and Nicole apparently have been married for 22 years, but, you know, the spark died, so. Nicole frantically sets up for her Zoom, and Mark equates sex after a while to a reality show food challenge, like eating (laughs) worms. (laughs) Oh, man. As... I, I, this, again, this is coming on the heels of the conversation that Rachel, Rachel just yeah. had with Shane, where she was worried, you know, These what happens <laughs> What happens when the spark dies? And of course, Shane promises, like, like only Shane can, that, that it, <laughs> because he obviously knows the future and, and how everybody's going to feel about each other in the future. He makes the promise that the spark will never die. He's always going to want her. Uh, but here, here's some evidence that, at least for Mark and Nicole, that was not the case. Nicole makes the girls hide during her Zoom. Now, Shane seems very proud that he may have made Rachel jealous, which is, even, makes that scene even more disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and he has a, a surprise for her, though. Oh, that's sweet. How nice well, I mean, Rachel does perk right up here. So, yeah. I mean, you know... I think we spend a lot of time talking about Rachel being the goodest person on, on the series so far, but I, there does seem to be some element of, Ooh, shiny stuff. Cool. You know what I mean? Is it though? Cause she, yeah, maybe to an extent, I don't know. I wouldn't really say so. I mean, it's a surprise who, who wouldn't be surprised. Like if I, I think that's, you know, her response was like a normal thing, and so I was like, "Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna do something tonight. I got a surprise for you. You know, dress up." Like, I don't know. Well, well, yes, I, I don't, I don't disagree necessarily, but I also think that uh, 
basically, I, I would agree with you if she was expecting it. Like, she's like, oh, this isn't like, she's, she never complains about the price of things, right? So I wouldn't. Yeah, but, but I mean, she, she goes from like pissed off to grinning. I see what you mean. You know what like, I mean? like she, she drops things. I mean, she certainly drops things very easily. Yeah. She, like she, just, she, she definitely doesn't... drops things very easily and very perhaps too forgiving. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. even bring it up again that he was just doing this crap with these girls that I, it was really, like, really disgusting. Aesthetic but... very, yes. That's the very least. So, yeah. Incidentally, just, just a quick Emmy update here. Oh, the White Lotus has won two more awards Whoa. Uh, for directing in a miniseries, uh, limited or anthology series or movie, and for writing in a limited or anthology series or movie. So they've got two acting awards, a writing award, and a directing award. Hmm. They're having a good night. So th- things are going well. And they're going for, well for... for... For Hawaiian friends. Okay. And those visiting Hawaii, I suppose, too. All right. Now, Tanya continues her drinking preparation, which now includes crying. And Quinn is mortified by Mark talking about porn and leaves leaves with his phone. Takes Mark's phone. (laughs) It's, it's, It's entertaining. Shane and Rachel join Tanya and Belinda on the boat. Belinda, I'm sorry, Shane, uh, Tanya is so happy that Shane and Rachel are there. She doesn't really know them, but she's really happy they're there. <laughs> Absolutely. Shane is clearly already very annoyed by her, and, and, and she keeps trying to interact with them. When she <laughs> Tells her, like, come over here. Yeah, come and be, be, what's the word she uses? Uh, be more, um, uh, whatever, I can't, I, I'm never going to remember it. Um, but she, she lifts up her glass and goes, wee! <laughs> um, uh, convivial is that what she said no I, I don't remember uh, anyway whatever Mark tries to chat up two women about leprosy <laughs> <of all things>. <laughs> but they leave and Armand replaces them and drinks so if you were uncertain as to whether Armand was using before because uh, well, I mean, we saw him use prescription pills twice now, but your 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 claim is that maybe they're the same prescription he already has. But uh, I don't think he has a prescription for uh, double whiskey neat. Why is that double whiskey? I don't think a Coke to me. He said it. <laughs> <He's>... Oh, <shoot. laughs> is, yes, I hope. <laughs> I hope it's a whiskey. So unless they're, they're giving him something he didn't ask for, but fair enough then. Shane is convinced that his sexual attraction for Rachel will never fade. So this is where I was getting That's confused good. about yeah. the scenes. So, so this, this is on the heels of, of hearing from Mark how much his has faded. He equates it to eating worms on a reality TV show. <laughs> anyway, but it's time to scatter the ashes. So get that table out of there. And Tanya gives an impassioned eulogy. And she starts to scatter the ashes, but she has to stop. And she wails. And Belinda sings and cuddles her, and Shane is just seething. Rachel is like beside herself, just shaken. And uh, that's a that's a wrap on that boating excursion. <laughs> Dinner at the resort. Nicole can't find Mark, and Quinn has his phone. Of course, never mentioned that to Nicole, who was sitting right next to him texting that phone. Is that thing oh, your kids might do? Is that like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I. I, my my kids are are too young to know the answer to that question right now. My oldest just got a phone you know, two months ago, so I, I would say I can't answer that. But congratulations, by the way. Uh, yes, I, I, speaking as a parent, I, I can say I can't answer the question. Yes, and thank you for the congratulations. Olivia accuses Nicole of sex shaming Mark. Meanwhile. Mark is interested in what it's like to be gay as he talks to Armand. I mean, who he has pegged as gay. Armand has not said as much to Mark, but Mark asks him, and Armand does confirm, yes. Uh, and Armand propositions Mark, but that's probably a little farther than Mark had intended to go, so he leaves, takes a, a rain check on that proposition. Nicole uh, says basically the same thing about sex to Olivia that Mark said to Rachel. <laughs> and she wants, Shane wants to find Armand who is hiding from Shane. 
And Belinda, <laughs> Belinda gets Tanya off to bed, and Tanya gets her mother's ashes off to the nightstand. <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> it was really funny. She chucked him. Uh, Dylan comes into Armand's office and tells Armand that Shane is pissed, which pleases Armand a great deal. Dylan is also pleased. Dylan has also pleased Armand, you know, just by being himself with the cute hair. Major hitting on him here. It turns out you're just my type. Mark plays a gorilla to get Nicole interested, but that uh, doesn't work. And Rachel cheers Shane up, despite Shane's initial objections and, and saying that he's just not in the mood. He, who's he kidding? He's always in the mood. That's so funny. That, <laughs> yeah, that's, really really, that, that, that's underrated, that scene. That was pretty funny, too. It's, it's so, a good one. It's a good one. Deltan to... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, people are always coming after me. I can't help the hand I've been dealt. It's a good hand. <laughs> it's a good hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we bookend the episode kind of similar to the way we started it. Paula sneaks out this time. Uh, Quinn has some fun on the beach. Olivia follow pa- follows Paula and finds her hooking up with the guy. And Olivia is clearly very upset about this and walks away. And that's how we end the episode. Right. So we have, we've had some significant moments uh, of Olivia and Paula here. It, this, this episode is bookended by Olivia and Paula. I know last episode started with Olivia and Paula, but so it was they they seem like uh you know there's something going on here yeah, i mean, I mean we, we've seen what what was going on actually yeah we've known what's going on <laughs> we've seen a lot of this nameless guy i so someone dies someone and, dies and we're halfway through the series now we are no now halfway through and we are there's no indication of who dies which is fine it's not a murder mystery I guess it could, you could consider a reverse murder mystery, like, right? You know who who's going to die, right? Um, which is yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I do like all the individual like storylines. They've done a great job in like, like I I like what's going on with the Mossbackers as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with, you know, each one of them. Like, I do care about all the characters to some degree for the most yep. part. Like, it's, yeah, they've done a really good job with. No, I think so. The characters I, and the stories and like. There's not one central big story that I can point to and say this is the series. Like this is, no. this is the main story. Yeah, no, it's 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 a true ensemble. I, I think it's I think probably it's at its best when the stories overlap. I, I do really love that. For example, Mark and Rachel at the bar, it or Tanya Shane yeah. and Rachel on the boat. Like the, the, when the stories overlap, I mean it's it gets so good. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. But I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think uh, it's probably about time to check the time. Okay. Well, oh, my. Mr. Sal. What, did well, you check why? the time? I, I did. Yeah, I know what time it is. Do you? <laughs> I think you do because it's, uh, it's TV time. You've got it right. Right on the nose. Good job, Kurt. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, you know, oh, by the way, I should say, uh, as of this recording, 34 days to season two. As of this recording. So by the time this drops, it'll be, what, 31 days, I think? I was, I, I was going to ask, how did you know that? But I forget that the, the TV time. TV time. Like, yeah. <laughs> See, TV I don't time use the app. Me. I'm not I can't use the app. I know you can't. It ruins this whole bit if I use the app. <laughs> That's true. That's pretty sad for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So, TV time. What do you think? On a scale from 1 to 10, what did the people rate this episode? I'm sorry, 1 to 5, not 1 to 10. I want to say five. Did they say four? Five. They say five. They do say five for this one. I think this is the first one that gets a five, right? Uh, uh, yes, this is the first one that gets a five. Fifty percent gave it a five. Good. Which brings which brings us to favorite characters. Who's your favorite character in this episode? Well, I think for you, huh? I think you. Re- I think you really want to say Shane, but you won't do it. Uh, you really? won't, you're not going to say Tanya. I don't think you said Armand for this one. I think... Well, I know where you followed it on. What? Okay, well, go on. Yeah. I think that... I think for you, it's down to the two people who share your favorite scene, Mark and Rachel. I think you went with Mark. 
for this episode. Okay. You don't think I'll ever vote for Shane? Mm, I think there's a chance you might, but I don't. I don't think this episode is that chance. Okay. Um, man, I think you said Tanya because I think you were so hurt when I did not. Uh, and the people say Mark. Okay. Well, I did originally say Tanya, but oh, I changed it. You changed to Mark. I changed it to Mark. I did. Oh, yeah. Boo. Yeah, I changed it to Mark. What did people say? The people said Armand, 37%. Uh-huh. 37% yeah. seems like a pretty split field. It is a very split field. Second place was Tanya, 30%. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Yeah, I said Mark. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't a question. I immediately <laughs> voted Mark. Mark, Mark yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Every scene he was in was a straight banger. It, it really was. Like I Even right in the very beginning when he's just like catatonic and, and yeah. just listening to the the people around him discussing him and just barely reacting but reacting enough to make it hysterical uh, by the way his name is uh mark i think his name is mark isn't it zon steve steve zon sorry steve zon i i love steve zon i've loved him for a long time he's been in a lot of stuff that i really enjoy always very funny so good to see him showing up in this series Sorry he didn't win the Emmy, but you know what? Murray Bartlett did, so can't argue that. Pretty good job. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So, Kurt, Mm -hmm. you have some work to do here. Yeah, I got people, I got predictions to make here. Now, just to remind, just to remind everybody, I've given you three, I'm giving you your top three for each category. Who will be killed and who will be on next season? Because as far as we know, only one person is killed and only one person's on next season. At least at this point, that's as far as we know. So last time you said your top three for who would be killed. Number one was Tanya. Number two was Armand. And number three was Nicole. So I'll ask you again, who will be killed this season? Gosh. Um, number one, shocking. Number one, Armand. Okay. Number two, Tanya. Number three, Belinda. Okay. So I've taken Nicole out. I've yep. shifted Armand up, and I've slapped Belinda in there. Okay. Any particular reason, or Armand does drugs, and I was told in school and in life that <laughs> drugs can kill you. So. Okay. All right. And why Tanya and Belinda? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Tanya. I mean. I don't know. I could see Tanya dying. <laughs> I don't know. I could see Tanya dying. No, I could see her dying. Okay. Belinda. I could also just see Belinda dying. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anyone that you couldn't see dying? Yeah. All the people that are supposed to be kids. Rachel or Shane, I think, are completely safe. I think Shane's safe. I don't think Shane dies. <laughs> I'm pretty confident he's good. Brilliant. <laughs> but I don't think Rachel dies. Okay. See that way. Out of the out of the Rachel. Okay. I, th- so I think the- it actually ends with Rachel leaving him. Okay. So you think you think that intro scene was complete bait to make you yeah. think that Rachel was not going to Oh, die? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. What if they're double baiting? Never happened. Okay. It's triple bait if they try and double bait me. Mm, interesting. Okay. Well, that's fine. We'll move on from who you think will be killed, and we'll move to who do you think will be on next season? Last time you said number one, Armand, who is now your number one to be dead. So, uh, number two, Shane, and number three, Tanya. So, there's two schools of thought here. For basically, if I just bet Armand, like he'll either either he's dead or he returns. I'm pretty sure one of those two things are going to happen to him. So, I I could get one win here. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go with Belinda, number one. Okay. Even though you had her number three on your death list. Yes. Okay. Hedges, Mr. Shaw. Hedges. Oh, I clearly, clearly hedges. Belinda, number one. Yep. Um, God. Armand, number two. Shane, number three. No. All right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, Armand, number two. I'll explain. Okay. Belinda. Oh, shoot. Did I have Tanya die still? You had Tanya number two on your dead list. Okay, okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, so basically, Tanya dies, but Belinda still gets the money. But Armand loses his job due to his drug behavior. And basically, 
um, Belinda takes over for Armand, and that's the new like oh, season, okay. basically. Or like it's Belinda, basically. So that's why she's the one. All right. I'm um, obviously Armand's there. I put him in the past. Shane's there. I've already put. I've given the rationale. You know, they mm-hmm. showed Shane in the beginning. Perhaps he's a central character that will. He'll be the one. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the hold on the the scepter that is the show. The the Olympian <laughs> runner with the flame. You know. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. I. Uh, I guess that's that's that. All right. If only one person returns, one of them's the Olympian runner with the flame. Okay. Fair enough. All right. I don't think we need uh, any other predictions you want to make, other than the ones you've just made. You've made several predictions, so. Than, I will, yeah, I, I think Rachel will leave him. Um, him being. Uh, Shane. Shane. Yes, I kept thinking Quinn in my head. I'm like, that's not Quinn. <laughs> yes, Shane. Uh, I think Shane's mother is going to show up. Okay. You think that happens next episode, or uh, just in general? Okay. Next few episodes, I think she'll show up. Well, she is in the trailer, so. And she's also in the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, at next episode, I think she'll come next episode. All right. So, um, oh, she could die though. Nah, nah, nah. She can't die. Oh, she won't. Die. Oh, what if one of the employees dies though? I already probably like Dylan. No, Dylan could die. No, no, no. Okay. Anyway, I uh, know. Uh, who's the Lainey? Lonnie? Lonnie. Lonnie. Yeah. yeah. Lonnie will not return. Okay. Oh, what if, she, what if she's the returning character for the next season? Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I don't think that would be major enough. I, th- I think, I think the, when I say, I don't know. There no, may be no, some no, minor I, characters. I, I, there may be some minor no, characters. I, 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 I was in the guesser. I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. guess her. Yeah. No, 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 no need to be concerned. Mr. But uh, well, I, I should be clear though. I there are maybe some minor characters returning. I don't know if they are or not. Of the major characters, th- there's only one returning. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I've, 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 I've put in my guesses. I've put my flag in the sand. I'm not gonna lie, they're pretty shallow in the sand, so my flag could easily tip <laughs> over. And if that's the case, I'll redo my vote and I'll put it back up straight. But that'll be for next week, so we'll see. Gotcha. I mean, you, you do have some decent hedging going on here. You've got Armand and Belinda on both lists. You've had consistently two people on each list. Well, I mean, well, because Mark's not gonna die. That's a crazy talk. Okay. Are you telling me Mark dies? Does he really die? Tell me. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, no. I, but Mark's not gonna die. I mean, that's, that'd be ridiculous. Some of the kids are gonna die. Rachel <laughs> dead? Psh, as if. <laughs> Can't kill off Rachel. Okay. So. Alright. Well, I guess that wraps that up. <laughs> Alright, folks. We thank you for listening so much. We uh, would love to hear from you. Showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. We'd also very much appreciate five-star ratings and reviews, subscriptions, downloads, follows, likes. Uh, of course, please share the podcast around. That's what helps us the most. Tell people about it. Tell others about it. Uh, get the word out. Uh, about the White Lotus as well. It's just, I mean, it's, it's won four Emmys already and still could win outstanding um limited or anthology series that could, that could still happen. So wow. yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a big, it's a big, uh, it's a big, big series and it's coming back. So get the word out about the white Lotus, get the white word out about show hoppers. We will be back next week to cover episode four recentering. Oh, mother, 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 mother. <laughs>